0: Welcome to an Arkansas AgCast Deep Dive, where we take a closer look at news that impacts you. The Arkansas AgCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation.
1: Hey, welcome to the latest episode of the Arkansas AgCast Deep Dive series. You know, we developed this series as a way to break away from the ag news headlines and take a closer look at a topic that matters to our members. As always, this show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau I'm the host of today's episode, Jason Brown, and I'm glad to welcome my new friend, Alvin Peer, with the U- U.S. Department of Agriculture to the show. Alvin, welcome. Good morning, and thank you, Jason. Yeah, we're so glad to have you here, uh, and we're, we're we've got an exciting topic to talk about. Got a little bit of a unique angle. You know, this show, I don't know if I've told you this or not, but this show... Um, we have a weekly news show, and uh, we generally just cover news there. Uh, but sometimes we get a news story that's so interesting, um, it's so important. So we want to talk a little bit more about it. And that's what this deep dive is all about.
0: Well, Jason, I'm really glad to be here with you today because this is an opportunity for NRCS, the Natural Resource Conservation Service, mm-hmm. to talk about a totally new opportunity. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to dig into it. We're going to talk a
1: little bit about uh, you first. And we'll talk a little bit about you at the end. Just uh, fair warning. Uh, but in between, we're going we're to give some good information on how farmers can, uh, can look at this new opportunity um, first of all, let's just let's we'll, we'll keep it pretty simple. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and and what
0: you do for USDA. Well, Jason, I'm a 24 year USDA employee. Mm. Currently, the position that I hold is the state outreach coordinator for the Natural Resource Conservation Service. My job is to go and meet people where they are, regardless if you're an urban producer or on the last forty in Lake Village, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. That's, w- that's what I do, okay. meet them ex- where they are and explain to them how they can utilize USDA opportunities through the Natural Resource Conservation Service to address resource concerns on their farming operations. Okay, excellent. And that, I'm sure that takes on many forms along the way, whether that be technical assistance or,
1: or whatever that may
0: be. Yes, typically when we start, it is a financial conversation. Mm-hmm. The technical assistance normally opens the door
1: mm-hmm. because
0: there's a problem. Okay. The financial assistance helps close the gap, bridging the opportunity to fix the problem that they have on the operation. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I know
1: we're going to, you talked about the financial uh, piece. So I think we're, let's talk about that a little bit. The reason you're here today and we covered, if you, if you miss uh, last week's show, we covered this news on that show, but USDA is preparing to offer up, and I guess, yeah, preparing to offer up some EQIP funding uh, that will be available in a different way than what we're used to seeing there. So we know that acronym stands for, uh, tell me if I've got this right, Environmental Quality Incentives Program, EQIP. Uh, tell Absolutely. us a little bit about this opportunity and exactly you know, what's, what's, what USDA is bringing to the table.
0: Well, typically, when a producer comes in and applies for the Environmental Quality Incentive Program, mm-hmm. they actually do an application. They start out with the eligibility side from the Farm Service Agency, our sister agency, okay. to ensure eligibility of the land. Once that is done, they come over to our office at the Field Service Center and talk with the staff there whether it's the district conservationists, soil conservationist, or possibly a district uh, employee mm-hmm. to understand how do I get an application, what's required, what's available. Mm. Uh, NRCS developed over the years a conservation practice catalog that identifies every practice available through NRCS. Uh, so when you look at that, This act now allows a producer to act now, just as it says. So when that producer now comes in, when this sign-up kicks off on the 22nd of January, it will be a 30-day window. and When that sign-up kicks off, that producer comes into our office, Mm -hmm. does their eligibility with the Farm Service Agency, applies for the practices they're looking at in the three categories that we have identified. Uh, Those categories are... The Arkansas, uh, Arkansas Seasonal High Tunnel, we mm-hmm. have the Arkansas Soil Health Initiative, and the Energy Initiative. Okay. Through these initiatives, that producer identifies what practices they're interested in addressing on the operation. And at that time, there's a threshold that has been set, which is totally different from what we've done with our regular EQIP. That threshold allows the NRCS district Conservation's to approve that application based on they've met the threshold that has been identified. Either they've met that threshold mm-hmm. or they're above that threshold. So now we can actually fund that application right then.
1: Okay. So well, I'm going to, I'm going to look if people who listen to this show, they know I, I sometimes it takes a little extra time for me. So let Talk me, ba- let me back up a little bit. So if, if We've got three sort of categories of financial assistance available.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: High tunnel, soil health, and uh, energy. energy. Okay. <clears throat> so if, I, if a farmer is interested in one of those categories and, and doing some work on their farm, they can come in and apply uh, at your field service center and, and, and I guess have that application reviewed uh, within that 30-day window, yes. And
0: then, if they're approved, uh, the funding the funding is made available. Correct. So once they come into the office, they do the application. The district conservationist then ranks that application mm-hmm. to get to to see if it meets that threshold. Mm-hmm. Once that once that threshold has been identified, if they are above that threshold, mm-hmm. at that time the producer producer and the NRCS employee then sits down looks at those practices and identifies in that conservation contract and plan when they want to start implementing those practices for approval and signature
1: okay okay so i'm sure we'll have a mix of farmers who are very familiar with this program mm-hmm. do they know they're listening to us right now they know exactly what they need to do they know what makes if if you're a farmer who has not been involved in this before what what would you say to them so the
0: first thing that i would say as the outreach coordinator mm-hmm. contact you can reach out and contact me with questions that you may have and i will direct you to the county office
1: okay
0: uh and i will give my email address and phone number okay my email address is alvin a l v i n mm-hmm. dot peer p e e r at USDA dot okay. My number is 501-301-3112. My job is to connect that producer with the county office in which they are located mm. for assistance with doing the application. If there's question on that application that they may not have, re- uh, don't understand, I am that tool or contact to help ensure that that producer understands what they're signing, what they're applying for, and any bumps in the road to help smooth it out.
1: But there's a farmer out there who's working on soil health who who maybe has never been involved in the equip program before. Who says, "Wait, I got some soil health stuff going on. Let me just let me make a phone call and see if this maybe is a program program is a good fit for me." Is that? That's exactly, That's what, exactly what we're looking for. Okay, Absolutely. excellent. All right, well, um, so we talked about three categories. Um, how much funding is up for grabs in this, in this program?
0: Okay, I'm glad you asked that question yeah. because everybody likes to know about the money. <laughs> <laughs> so under mm-hmm. the act now with these three categories in which we've talked about, mm-hmm. there's $1 million set aside for high tunnel. Mm-hmm. There's $9 million set aside for energy and mm-hmm. another 9 million set aside for soil health.
1: Okay. So it,
0: in total $19 million is set aside just for act now. So identify this. When we say act now, it really means act, act now. now. Yeah. So when you come in, you apply, you find out your threshold, you're funded. We will fund until that 19 million is spent. Okay. So regardless to if it's 3 weeks two weeks or one week once that those <laughs> first funds come are first gone,
1: serve. absolutely and, and that's what makes it sort totally totally of different right absolutely yeah is that it's not a pool and we're gonna figure out who gets what yeah okay interesting um so we talked we've we've been over what what qualifies we've been over the the sort of funding process and timeline
0: how can a farmer apply So that initial step is stopping by the Natural Resource Conservation Service. The sign-up date begins the 22nd of January. Mm -hmm. You stop in and do an application and identify the resource concerns in the category Mm -hmm. in which you are interested in. So if you're looking at high tunnels, that high tunnel practice is what you're signing up for. If you're looking at soil health, you may be looking at cover crops. You may right. be looking at crop rotation. You may even be looking at tillage management. Mm-hmm. That's just a few of them that is identified. And under energy, you have your energy practices that are available. Okay. So, and but they are identified. And that district conservations will be able to go through the list of practices that are identified for funding under, under the each Ag one of those method. categories. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome.
1: Uh so that said i mean look you've offered your your phone number your email address the office i'm sure you've got you guys have got an office in all 75 counties
0: actually it's in 61 counties uh,
1: 61 counties but i mean widespread access to the offices so but you're still going to do more as far as helping farmers uh, learn about this opportunity, ask questions and things like that in the form of an informational session, I think. Absolutely.
0: On the 19th, we're going to have an all state, all state outreach meeting to talk Mm. about act now. Okay, to make sure that our producers are aware And this. We thank you, Jason, for bringing in our CSN Mm -hmm. to talk about this great opportunity because we're trying to reach people where they are regardless to their location, regardless to their farming operation type, regardless to the land management that they're doing, mm-hmm. to help them help the land through this conservation opportunity.
1: Yeah. Well, look, hey, Arkansas Farm Bureau, we it's a win-win for us. You guys have got a great program that's going to provide some assistance for farmers who are trying to uh, do different things. Uh, we just happen to have 190,000-plus member families who, uh, you know, a, a majority, of the, a, a large number of those are are farmers, and, and, and we want to make sure they understand this program. So, you know, we covered this on our show last week. We're doing this deep dive today. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can go to our social media channels. Uh, I think you're going to share with us a link because right. there's going to be a Zoom opportunity. Right.
0: There will be a meeting in every county that will be identified Um, Mm -hmm. The county offices will be doing flyers to identify where the location is. It will be hybrid and Zoom. Mm -hmm. So I'll be getting to you, Jason, a Zoom link that Mm -hmm. you'll be able to send out to your customers and and, uh, partners to identify that meeting because this 19th is going to – uh, as as some would say, we're going to set it off yeah. on of how at <laughs> now can I love it for producers? Yeah, hey, we're eight days
1: away from this informational meeting, and then on the twenty second, application window opens. Absolutely, and it's first come first serve. Let's just—I mean, just to remind everybody, it's first come first serve. So Absolutely. you want to make sure you're in the door, you're in line on the twenty second when this uh op- when this win- funding window opens up.
0: Absolutely, um, because. <clears throat> When the funds are gone, that's the end <laughs> of the sign up for 2024 yeah. for Act Now. But there's always assistance available uh, through EQIP, which is the Environmental Quality Incentive Program, which is our flagship.
1: Sure, program. certainly, certainly. All right, so so you're going to share that Zoom link with us. You can you can look to your uh, local folks to to understand when that uh, local meeting in your county is going to be held. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's, we're eight days away. The
0: I 19th mean, at 9 o'clock. 9 a.m. We'll go live with the conversation on Act Now and how you can be a part of applying yeah. for assistance through Act Now.
1: Okay. All right. So the 19th informational meeting, 9 a.m., that'll be in your county. There'll also be a Zoom option uh, when, when, if you're listening to this episode, hopefully you can look in the show notes and, and see that link. Um, and 30 day application period, right? 30 or or day until application the funds are until gone. Until the funds are gone. Yeah. All right. That's a big deal. Uh, what do we not cover on, on act now? Do we forget anything? Do we leave anything out?
0: We haven't left anything out, but we have, we want to stress that this is an opportunity for producers to go to their USDA service center Mm -hmm. and stop in to check eligibility, to look at that program as far as act now on the 22nd. Mm -hmm. Um, But EQIP, the Environmental Quality Incentive Program, is a year-round opportunity to apply Mm -hmm. until we do a cutoff every year. Uh, Besides EQIP, we have – the conservation stewardship program, right? And we have easements, yeah. So we'll have to come back and have well, that's a conversation it. on those. You know, that's well. exactly what
1: I was thinking. If you go in your office and ask about this program, you might find out that there's more out there. Absolutely. There's more, uh, more opportunities, and 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 that office and the folks in that office may be a little bit more helpful than than. Than maybe you imagined.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, look. One of the things I'd say to you our agency began back in the 1930s through a system, a situation called the Dust Bowl. Yes. And we've transitioned from the Soil Conservation Service to now the Natural Resource Conservation Service. Yep. We are here to help people help the land through conservation.
1: That's awesome. Funny story when I was a kid, I was probably. I don't know five. Let's call it. My mom worked for the St. Francis County Soil Conservation Office. Oh, really? I, re- I remember that big time, uh, and uh, I guess that's what it was called. That shows my age, but I guess that's what it was <laughs> called back then. Is just Soil Conservation Office. Is that absolutely? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, early eighties, uh, a
0: little bit before my time too. Oh come on now. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, well look. So I know you probably listen to this show religiously, uh, and you know exactly what we do every week. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but seriously, since it's your first time on the show, I got to tell you, we end every deep dive uh, by having a little fun. Look, we've given some good information today. Hopefully we're going to have help some farmers find some financial assistance out there. in in working within these three categories. Um, But we got to have some fun before. This show, that's (laughs) one thing we prioritize on the show is fun. So here's what I'm going to ask you. We give everybody the same treatment. Congressman Womack sat in that seat last week, and I told him he was no exception. He had to to do the fun question, too, and he was (laughs) up for it. So here we go, Mr. Peer. Since we're talking about food production, what is the last thing that you attempted to grow, and how did that go? Soybeans. Okay. All right. See, I thought you were going to say, you know, carrots or beets or something. Yeah.
0: Soybeans <laughs> was the last thing. Uh, I am a family farmer. Okay. My family farms here in Arkansas. Okay. So that's would be the last thing that I grew. Yeah. How'd it soy. go? Uh, we're preparing for another year. <laughs> Hey,
1: sometimes that's all you
0: can ask. Isn't Absolutely.
1: It? Well, uh, the listeners of this show know that we are going to have a, uh, we feel confident that we'll have a record soybean yield this year, at 53 bushels. Uh, hope you had a good year on your farm and, and enjoyed that. Now, look, somebody told me, I, I'm going to ask you, you made that one pretty simple. So I'm, I'm going to ask you one more. Somebody told me that you grew up in Chicago. Oh,
0: yes.
1: And uh, <laughs> on this show, we talk about food. And you cannot talk about Chicago
0: without talking about food. That's my uh, opinion. Absolutely, one of one of my favorites is Patilio. It's okay, Italian.
1: That's dish. what I was going to ask. So you're going back? Let's get in the car. We're driving back to Chicago for the weekend. We're going to have you know go back home and just see some folks. Where you, one place that you're going to make sure you're eating. Uh, Got you got a weekend. Just
0: you got a weekend, so you got <laughs> you got to go buy Patilio, <laughs> yeah. get Italian beef with Italian oh, yeah. sausage with <sighs> all the sweet and hot You guppers. better believe it. And then don't forget about Giordano's, where you yeah. get the great stuff pizza. Mm-hmm. And then once you leave that pizza place, you want to stop by and get some of your favorite hometown home of the hoagie.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. So that's
0: just a few. I could go down the list. Don't forget about Joe's. Oh yeah, gotta go come on now. Yeah,
1: look and a Canoe. Absolutely. I'm, the cannolis on my menu if I'm
0: going back to Chicago. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's a great place for food yeah, and fun. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> but I love my great natural state of Arkansas.
1: Well, we're glad you're here.
0: Hey, I'm glad to be here.
1: As well. <laughs> we're glad you're here. Well, Alvin, look, thanks for making the time to join us on the show today. Uh, please, by all means, feel free to come back and join us anytime. you got an open invitation.
0: I appreciate you, Jason. I look forward to it. Uh, NRCS is always looking for opportunities to share and outreach to our customers how we can better serve them. And always remember, we have 61 USDA service centers throughout the state. Mm -hmm. If you have an idea or you need to contact, I'm always available for a call or an email to answer the call.
1: Excellent. Well, we're glad
0: to have you. All right. Well, that wraps up this
1: special edition of the Arkansas iCast. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this deep dive episode. We'll continue bringing on guests to take a closer look at topics important to our members. Remember, you can catch new weekly episodes of the Arkansas iCast every Thursday. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version where you listen to podcasts. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas ICAST is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown, and we'll see you
0: next time.